excluded just to music, although, as you probably know, that's one of my favorite forms. But worship is a spectrum, and it's a wonderful and a beautiful thing that everybody gets to participate in. And it always involves us sacrificing ourselves over and recognizing who Jesus Christ is. 
He is worthy of our worship. So we're going to spend some extra time tonight, a special time together, through musical worship, through hearing some testimonies, and through hearing some passages of Scripture. Because everything that we want to do, we want to focus on the truth of God's Word. Because if we don't have the truth of God's Word, we're all falling pieces. We need something solid. Jesus Christ and His Word is that solid rock in our lives. So tonight, we're doing a lot of songs focusing on a specific theme. And you'll probably get this throughout the night. But the theme is focusing on the salvation, the wonderful beauty of God's grace and forgiveness and healing power. I don't know about you, but that, that's something exciting that we get to worship about. Because as God looked down on my life, March 11th of 2001, as a little bus kid in Mobile, Alabama, he looked at me and said, Jeremy, you're worthy of my love. I love you so much. You have nothing to offer, and that's okay, because I'm going to take care of everything for you. And God used a little country church in Mobile, Alabama, to show me the grace of God, show me the truth of Scripture, show me the gospel. And it changed my heart and life forever. And I want to testify of God's amazing goodness in my life tonight. He has healed me. He has brought me forgiveness and redemption through Jesus. Now, I'm going to give you some parameters tonight, okay? Give you some some guidelines, okay? If you want to sing out tonight, sing, okay? If you want to stand up tonight and worship the Lord, stand up and worship the Lord, right? If you want to throw up your hands and praise Him again and again, Watch out for your neighbor, but do it. I don't want you to feel restricted, whatever that may be. Maybe that's sitting in your seat, just contemplating, doing some reflection. That's okay. But don't let anything hold you back from worshiping the Lord tonight. Let's start with a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for your wonderful love and mercy. Thank you for your forgiveness, God. As I think back of how it has changed my life and impacted me each and every day. Through growing up in a little church, devoting my life to ministry, meeting my wife, having a wonderful family, having a wonderful church. Lord, you have blessed me beyond measure. And Lord, we want to think about your amazing forgiveness, guidance, and goodness in our lives tonight. So as we take this time, I pray that all of us will spend some time just saying, thank you, God. You are worthy to be worshipped. Everything that we have to boast about in our lives, it is found in you, in Jesus, in his name. We love you, Lord. Pray to bless this time. Help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. In your name we pray. Amen. Stand with us. Let's worship the Lord as we sing all our boast is in Jesus. Let's sing this out. What wonder of wonders, what love is this that Christ should die for me? His goodness, His merit, His righteousness, the sinner's only plea. 
Savior that was promised 
reached down to us, becoming flesh. At his entrance, they laid palms at his feet. As today in his presence, we fall to our knees. We cry out to him, hanging on the cross, the righteous one whose blood broke the curse, with an act of love that saved our souls, overflowing redemption making us whole. No nail to the bones could hold him. No crown of thorns could shame him. Because he is the one. No tomb could contain him. Death could not stop him. He conquered the grave and rose from death victorious. We cry out, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are the resurrection and the life. In you all things come alive. We will forever declare the mighty power of your name. We cry out with everything we have. We need you, Savior, and nothing else, because in you we're saved by grace. Your glory will shine upon the world, and every tongue will cry out, Jesus is the Lord. It's your endless 
Christ is your Savior, that, that there's been a time in your life where that's taken place. You see, we're all born sinners. And because of our sin, the Bible tells us we deserve nothing but death and separation from God. And yet, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What does that mean for you and I? If we accept Jesus, if we put our faith and trust in Him and Him alone, He is enough. And death is no more. It is no power, no claim over you and I. It is all about the power of Christ. Paul reminds us of this amazing sacrifice that was given to us in Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. It says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? You see, God deemed us worthy enough to part with his own son. There's nothing that you and I can do. We are 
just sinful human beings. Because of Adam, death is passed upon all men for all of sin. And death will always lead to separation from a holy and a righteous God. And yet, God sent Jesus to be the payment for our sins. So the question is asked, if we know this truth, how should we respond? 1 Peter 2.24 reads, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. What's the expectation? It is now for you and I to respond. Not only to accept the free gift, but to live out the gospel, the righteousness of God. That is our responsibility, nay, our privilege, to be able to testify of God's amazing love and mercy in our lives. And that's what we want to sing about tonight. We want to sing about the truth, that it's only in Jesus, in Christ alone, that you and I can have freedom from sin and live to life everlasting. Let's stand together as we sing out in Christ alone. In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still, when striving Bought with the precious 
continue singing tonight, we think about the truth that He is our living hope. He's everything that we need, and everything that we need is found in Him. Let's sing out together, living hope.
Jesus. We're reminded in Scripture that there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we can be saved. And I'm not sure if you realize it, but we need a lot of saving. We have nothing to offer a holy and righteous God. And yet He so freely gives it. And the power in the name of Jesus. I'm so thankful for that beautiful, wonderful, and powerful name. Join us as we sing about it. What a beautiful name it is. You were the word at the beginning. One with God the Nothing compares to this. 
Introduction into this song. I'd just like to share a little testimony with you of what God has kind of been doing and working in my life um, the past six months or so. I don't know if you've ever found yourself uh, in this place, but um, I found myself where I had placed idols on the throne of my heart, where I didn't have things in the correct alignment, where I was 
pursuing Jesus uh, with all of my might because of um, who he was. I had found that I had placed my worth, my hopes, um, in things that just don't, can't ever measure up. In um, a dating relationship, my job, the things that I did, um, the worth that I found in the praise of other people's opinions. Um, and, and God had to pry my, my hands open to the things that I was um, holding on to, whether that was my job, the money that came with it. Um, Hebrews 13, verses um, 5 through 6 here, say that we are um, to keep covetousness away, the love of money, and to be content with such things that we have. For he hath said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear, for what shall man do to me? Another version will say, What will mere mortals do to me? And really having to recognize that it's like all that stuff just pales in comparison to the love of Jesus and a pursuit of him. Um, When my relationship ended, it seemed as if uh, life was in a thousand pieces on the floor. Where do you go from? How do you pick it all back up? Um, I had been so focused on a pursuit of other things than a relationship um, with him that I found myself burnt out, anxious, uh, depressed, and life just seemed to be weighty. Um, slowly it seemed as if the, the color and the light of life just slowly faded away. I was focusing on the things that would always leave me thirsty and never satisfied. Um, Philippians 4.19 says that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I lack nothing because I have him. Regardless of whether I have a job, whether I have nothing, I lack nothing because I have him. In the verses prior to this one, Paul states that he had learned the secret of being content, and that secret was found in the glory of Jesus Christ. It was found in him and in him alone. As I began to find contentment in Christ, as I found idols coming down from the throne of my heart, I found that the fears and the anxieties and things slowly began to fade away and the light of life began to come back because he was the light, not the other things. Um, Psalms 46, 1 through 3 says here that God is our refuge, our strength, and a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, which that sounds scary. I don't know about you. That sounds terrifying. Um, Though the waters roar and tremble, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, that our peace, our refuge is found in him. Um, The author truly of this psalm captured poetically the storm that had raged in my heart for months. Um, Through his word, through getting to know him, through my family, through the community of believers in this church, um, I began to recognize and value that which gave life and that those things simply robbed it. They took away the joy. They didn't fulfill life. 
that kept me from experiencing the abundant life found in Jesus Christ. I'd like to share this uh, from Psalm 40. This particular psalm has kind of become an anthem for my life, and it says, um, the first three verses start out, that I waited patiently on the Lord and that he inclined unto me and he heard my cry. He brought me up out of that horrible pit, out of the pit of destruction, some versions would say, and set my feet, uh, or I'm sorry, and, and took me out of the miry clay or a miry bog, some other versions would say, and that set my feet upon a rock. That rock is Jesus. And established my goings. He put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see and fear and shall trust in the Lord. And the end of this psalm finishes out... Um, you go to that next one there that it says um, but all who seek Christ thee will rejoice and be glad in thee let such as love thy salvation say continually the Lord be magnified but I am poor and needy in spirit yet the Lord thinketh upon me thou art my help and my deliverer make no tearing no God incline your ear to me and that's the prayer of my life incline your ear to me hear me because I am lowly and needy in spirit. Um, so this song, I don't, I don't know where you're at tonight. Maybe you're caught up in the storm of life and, and you don't have your feet set on a rock and you're being tossed about by the ways of life. I can tell you with a fact that there is a rock to be found and that is Jesus Christ. So this particular song, it's called You've Already Won. The lyrics say that I'm fighting a battle that you've already won no matter what comes my way, I will overcome. We don't overcome in our own strength. We overcome because of Jesus. And he goes on to say, I don't know what you're doing, because sometimes in those storms we really can't see what's going on. But it continues, and it says, but I know what you've done. I can look back. I see your faithfulness. So when the sea is raging, your spirit is my help, for he'll fix my eyes on Jesus Christ, and I'll say that it is well. So I don't know what your story is, but I know in this song that there is something that you will be able to find that you can relate to. And so this particular song is called You've Already Won. Jesus Christ has won So I can face tomorrow For tomorrow's in your hands And all I need you will provide Just like you always have I'm fighting a battle that you've already won No matter what comes my way I will overcome Don't know what you're doing But I know what you've done I'm 
inviting a bad hope you've already won. There's mercy in the waiting man for today. It's gone, I know you're not, you are my hope and stay. When the sea is raging, your spirit is my help. You'll fix my eyes on Jesus Christ, and I'll say that it is well. I know that it is well, I'm fighting a battle that you've already won, no matter what comes my way, I will overcome, don't know what you're I'm fighting a battle you've already won. I know how the story I know what you've done. 
thankful that Christ is fighting your battles. We don't have to deal with that stuff ourselves. Yeah, definitely get out, get out there, get in the fight. But know that Christ has already won. We've seen how the story ends. He is victorious. His power takes care of everything. It's the wonderful privilege that you and I have as knowing Him as our Savior. He is still saving souls today. Amen. Let's stand together as we sing out a great anthem together. Jesus saves. Hear the heart of heaven beating. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. The hush of mercy breathing, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Hear the hosts of angels sing, glory to the newborn King, and the sounding joy repeating, Jesus saves. The humblest hearts adore Him. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. And the wisest bow before Him. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. See the sky alive with praise, melting darkness. Thank you. 
made a debtor. Jesus saves, Jesus saves all the saints who shout together. Jesus saves, Jesus saves, rising up so vast and strong, lifting up salvation's song. The Praise God for that truth. He's still saving. Not just people out of the the midst of sin and despair, but constantly giving us that daily faithfulness through His Holy Spirit and the grace that He bestows on everyone. I don't know about you. I do because I know what Scripture says. But I need it. I need it. I, I am so distracted. I mean, I'm telling you, you can probably ask any of the PLT, my wife, I, I'm squirrel, you know, so quick. But if there's one thing that I want to bring all the attention and all the focus back on right now, in the midst of whatever trial that you're going through, Bradley talked about that, just going through the hard and difficult times in life that leads us to anxiousness and despair. Maybe you're going through a difficulty in a health situation. Maybe you're dealing with the loss of a loved one. Maybe you, don't, you can't even put your finger, maybe this, has this ever applied to you? You can't even put your finger exactly on what it is. But man, you were just down. We're just discouraged. I want to bring all the attention and focus back on Jesus. But he, because he is the one who takes those lies of this world and that Satan throws at us, that we have nothing to give, nothing to offer, we're not worth it. And he kicks that right out the door. And he doesn't just say, hey, you're worth something. He demonstrated his love and the fact that we were worth something to him by dying on the cross for our sins. He didn't have to, but man, did we need him to. And I'm so thankful that he did. So with our next song, I just want us to focus on a heart of gratitude and thankfulness. Just lift up your voice and pray and thank God through this song. Jesus, thank you. Let's sing this out together. The mystery of the cross I cannot comprehend. The agonies of Calvary. 
My name is Mari Stilley. I'd like to share with you a few things that the Lord has been working on me and um, changing my heart. Um, many of you know I've had a cancer journey, um, and through cancer and through hardship, I have learned that worshiping the Lord is not about myself. It's completely and totally about Jesus. I used to approach musical worship with a very narrow mindset, but going through a life-threatening, life-changing illness really makes um, one think about what we truly believe and what where we're truly at and what we truly know about God. What I learned is that worship is about Jesus, not my background, not my preferences. 
not what everybody else thinks, but my worship, my own worship is about Jesus and lifting him up. I use many forms to um, help me as I was going through so many dark days of anxiety, of being sick, of wondering what was going to happen in the future. And music was one of the number one things that really helped me in my journey to find the peace that I needed in my soul. There were many, um, many, many nights that I would lay awake and try to remember whole passages of scripture that I couldn't, I couldn't sometimes even remember like Psalm 23, I couldn't even remember the next verse. So I would spend a lot of times in the daytime with the worship music playing. And um, one of the things I found was um, scripture. Uh, scripture songs, mostly from the book of Psalms, but a lot of music coming out of um, the Gospels as well, especially about Jesus' healing. Some songs that had a recurring phrase over and over that reminded you that um, God is there all the time. Um, one of the songs was, um, I am not alone. You are always there. Um, he's making a way for me. He's preparing. He's the way maker. Um, I found, too, that Learning to pray scripture became learning to sing and pray scripture over not just my life, but the lives of my family members that were affected as well. Um, so many times and um, I hear people talk about just being full of anxiety and and I'm talking about like anxiety that you need help with. I'm talking about just the anxiety of day by day, um, not feeling well. How am I going to get up in the morning? How am I going to do this? What's going to happen? Um, and starting the day, filling your mind with the scripture and with um, just the promises that God gives us, not just in scripture, but in the words to beautiful music. One of the songs that God used over and over in my life is Living Hope, which we have sung tonight and we sing here at our church. Um, Jesus Christ, God, you are my living hope. We have a resurrected Lord that we get to go to every day who hears all of our needs, all of our desires, and all of our anxieties. The word hope was a word that I had used during the year of my cancer, and I had done a biblical study through Genesis, through Revelation, on the word hope. And so, Jesus Christ, you are my living hope, is a song that I have used over and over to help other people, but to speak peace to my own life and in the lives of my family members when they're going through a difficult time. Part of the journey for me with the worship was to also learn to trust. Trust that God is going to fulfill all of his promises. When there's nothing else to hold on to, it seems like, when there's no other hope from any other place, God is there working in the midst, working in the trials, and working in the hardships. As we think about the next song that we're going to sing, a phrase that keeps popping up over and over and over in my mind is, all I have is a hallelujah. All I can do is throw out my hands and praise him again and again. And that's what I want to testify to, that through my life, I want people to see a heart of gratitude.
want to take the time right now and thank you with a heart of gratitude for all the amazing and wonderful things that you have blessed us with. But even above and beyond that, Lord, we can reflect and and testify of what you've done for us. But Lord, you are great even if you've done nothing for us. You're still great. You're still good. You're still almighty. You are still over the heavenly host. The creator of the universe. That is who you are. And yet, you have looked upon us a sinful, sad, poor people. And given us living hope. It's only found in you. You have saved us. For all that, Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for your forgiveness, your redemption, your healing power. You reach out to us. You have come after us. You have deemed us worthy. Lord, as we dismiss here tonight, Help us not to be caught up in emotion, but caught up in truth of who you are. The truth that we have heard through scripture tonight, that you have saved us. And that we are called to live after you. Lord, help us to be a willing people. And Lord, I would never want to neglect the opportunity to pray for anyone here who has not received you as their own personal Savior. They've heard the testimony. They've seen lives that have been hurt with despair and frustration. But Lord, you have given us hope through Jesus. Over 2,000 years ago, you have sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to live a perfect and a sinless life for one purpose, and that is for us. Because we could never do it ourselves. You died on the cross for our sins to demonstrate your love for us. But you didn't stay dead. You're a living hope. Three days later, you rose victoriously over sin, death, and hell. And you promised that if we'll put our faith and trust in you tonight, you alone, that you will save us. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's only through His name we have redemption. You are the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by you. I pray that there's anybody here that needs to know that truth and accept that truth. And finally, once and for all, say in their life that Jesus 
is enough that they'll do that tonight. Pray, Lord, that you will please be with us as we leave here today and prepare to worship you again tomorrow as we hear your word preached and we focus on your love, forgiveness, mercy, grace, and healing power. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. The most important thing our church can communicate with you is the gospel message. The word gospel means good news. The trouble with most good news is that it isn't really good until you see it relative to bad news. The discovery of a new cure isn't all that helpful unless you or a loved one has the disease that it cures. In the same way, the good news of Jesus is good when it is understood in relation to the bad news of our own sin. We are all sinners. That's the disease we are all born with. And Jesus is the cure. The good news that everyone can live forever with God in heaven, not because of anything we can do, but because of what Jesus did in our place. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The truth that everyone, everywhere, at all times in history needs to hear is that salvation is only possible by putting our faith in Jesus Christ alone. There's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Would you put your faith in Jesus Christ today? Would you be willing to pray something like this and mean what you pray from your heart? Dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner and I know I can do nothing to earn forgiveness and make myself right with you. Instead of dying for my own sins, I want to trust Christ and his death on the cross as payment for my sins. I want to repent from doing things my way and make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. The Bible tells us that those that repent from their sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in this way shall be saved. Would you believe on him today? And if you did trust Christ today, if you did pray a prayer like the one suggested a moment ago and you really meant it, would you let us know? We want to help you grow in your understanding of the good news of Jesus Christ. Maybe you have more questions about putting your faith in Christ and we have great resources to help you with that. The Exchange Bible Study is a four-week study on the character of God that will answer most of your questions about the gospel. We have men and women ready and waiting to go through that with you in person or virtually, depending on your situation. Maybe you put your faith in Christ today, or, or maybe you did years ago, but you feel like you've not grown in your faith. We want to help you with that as well. We have literally hundreds of helpful resources and dozens of believers ready to walk with you through them. Let us know how we can best encourage your journey of faith in Christ using one of the contact methods listed below. Jesus Christ loves you and wants to spend eternity with you. May God bless you as you seek to live your life for his honor and for his glory.